You ready? All right, ready. we're always ready. Come on. Press the button. Whether or not it works. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Show Center, the Air Show podcast. I'm Air Show announcer Brad Jolly, joined as always uh, by my colleagues Rick Peterson, who is spending money on water at a rate not seen uh, in a very, very, very long time. There's a joke there somewhere, Rick, not seen since. I don't, I don't One know. One day I'll learn to laugh, man, yeah, and not want to just know. reach in my, my computer right now and grab you by the throat. That's right. It is raising the inflation rate here in the United States, though. It is. Just it time is. buying all this water. Yeah. yeah, hauling all this. Rick is Rick is importing more water right now than Guantanamo Bay did back and in the early two thousands. Let's open that can of worms. The <laughs> nest. <laughs> all right, welcome to the show, everybody. Glad you're here. Uh, it's it's been it's been a week. It's been oh, a week. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, we have Ashley Shelton on uh, the show, which is going to be fun today. I guess we should call her up, huh? Yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah, you guys talk amongst yourselves here while I dial, well, and while you're I dial doing Ashley it, in. We'll address the elephant in the room, too. At the time of recording, we have reached out to the Red Bull guys, uh, Luke and Andy, to have them on the show. And uh, we haven't heard back from them yet. As, as you all know, it kind of went south uh, yeah. at the time of the recording. This is pretty fresh. And uh, we don't have all the answers yet. And we invited them on, but they... They haven't joined us at this and point. And let me and be they, clear: they invite. We invited them on last last show. Correct. Yeah, not this show. No. Yeah. But the invitation still stands there, and uh, like I say, it's 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 not an air show. Let's be clear. And uh, although and I, although they are friends of ours, and so they're exactly. therefore we wanted to kind of kind of. Uh, help them out, but we not that we could help what they're doing. But <laughs> listen to us all of a sudden, <laughs> distancing. I okay. will say but this though: I I looked it up the other night. I was pretty tired. Uh, some friends yeah. were writing this, and they were like, "Hey, have you have you seen have you seen Plane Swap?" And I said, "No, no, I, I need to go look at it." So I I, I googled Plane Swap, and what came up uh, had nothing to do with planes. Uh, there was it was called uh, well anyway. It it was uh, it it was it was a family situation. Yes, come up yes, that's what exactly what came up. <laughs> I saw I thought, it. I, same thing happened to me. And I thought, well, I this can't is, wait for someone to find your Google yeah. search history. Yeah, let me tell you, <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be fun. But hey, speaking of somebody that that has never uh, tried to jump off of an airplane, she stands on top of them. Uh, so, that's but right. now she Perfect. flies them mostly. Uh, is is Ashley Shelton, uh, who has now been thrown into the Thunderdome? Ashley, I'm so sorry. Welcome to the show. <laughs> you and Greg have never like you've never thought about trying that. Like you jump off and get the wildcat or something. Uh, negative. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Why jump off of a perfectly good airplane? <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to yeah. the show. You you have been flying an awful lot lately, and I think you're just a, a real source of inspiration to a lot of people because you started out uh, as as an airport cop. I mean, I know that's not I where did. you, but that's, that's kind of where you got interested in aviation. Walk yeah, us down this yeah, line because exactly. it's a fascinating story. Sure. Yeah. I, uh, originally I went to school uh, for art history and worked at an art museum for about seven years as a curatorial assistant and then decided one day, I, well, I think I'll just join the air force and, uh, to be an air traffic controller. Unfortunately, I had a medical issue, so I got out and, uh, started pursuing, uh, it's a degree in air traffic control in about 2010 and graduated with that, got hired on at the airport, Tulsa International, to do airfield operations. And in order to do that job, I had to become a police officer as well. It was kind of a, a dual role 
at that time. So uh, I was there for about five years. I was a sergeant and then I uh, met my husband, Greg, through mutual friends and decided to take up flying again after his encouragement. And, you know, eight or nine years later, I guess we've been together almost 10 years now. Uh, yeah, just finally getting ready to start a career flying jets. I really thought Next she was going to say, and then I met my husband when he ran the security line and I tased him. That's what I really, <laughs> we all know Greg, you know, like. Yeah, that would probably who, who be. Who from the air show you. industry? Who from the air show industry have you arrested? That's what I want. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I better keep that you private. <laughs> you can't take that tool aboard an airplane. <laughs> no, absolutely not. But it makes your day interesting. That's for sure. It's well, certainly. The fact that any, anybody who, who we, and sorry, guys, it's just, it, I'm always mystified by people who want to do the wing walking thing and the courage that it must take to do that and what it must feel like. <laughs> they offered me the Breitling. They were the Breitling team at, at the time in, in Belgium, offered me the chance to go and do it. Theirs is a, a little different system. You're strapped to a kind of a little seat kind of device that can, you know, roll around and things like that. But uh, I declined just because I was traveling in health insurance. I, I don't think I would have been covered for anything if anything went wrong. <laughs> Never mind trying to breathe. How do you even breathe while you're doing that? Well, you know, it's funny that you, you choose the word courage because normally I always hear the term insane, crazy, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's uh, it's just an interesting uh, situation. I, I didn't actually ever want to be a wing walker. Uh, I always went around to air shows with, uh, with Greg for a couple of years before I ever just decided, okay, I'll, I'll try to see if I can do this. But, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely different. And you mentioned over there in Belgium, their, their regulations are a little different. I mean, I don't actually think you can walk on the wings and even the Breitling team over there. <clears throat> I think you can just get on top of the wing. You may even take off and land on top of the wing. I, I don't know that for sure, uh, which is a little bit dangerous, but, um, but yeah, I've known people that have done that. I mean, they, they go over there and there's a class or something. Like, there is a class here in the U.S. Uh, I know out there about is. in Santa Paula that you can go do it. I don't know if there's other places you can go do it. Uh, you know, that's, I think that's really the only one I'm aware of. And my, my uh, training that I had was Ashley Battles. <clears throat> she wing walked for Greg for almost 10 years before I, I started doing it. And she just came over to the house one day and said, this is what I do. And she just climbed all over the airplane and showed me the steps, where to step in between the ribs of the lower wing and how to transition from the wing to the cockpit and then to climb up onto the racks because there's, there's wires and all this stuff that you have to kind of navigate around just to be able to climb up on top, on top of the, you know, 120 miles an hour wind. Uh, that you have to deal with, which is, that's the hardest part. And you mentioned something about breathing. That is the hardest part. Sometimes when we're transitioning, we climb out uh, to get some altitude to come back in for an aerobatic maneuver. And I actually have to put my hands over my mouth occasionally just to, to stop the air from just ramming into my face. Because it makes it where you can't breathe. So it's the lower airspeed maneuvers at the top of a hammerhead, for instance, you know, you can kind of catch your breath there, but and then you come right back around and you're at 165 miles an hour at the bottom of a loop. <laughs> it makes it really challenging. Wow. I'm just, I, I'm just thinking I could never do something where I'd have to cover my mouth. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> but the, uh, sometimes you the, do it the idea, breathe and sometimes, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was, I was going to say, there's no, there's no chance you're going to blow your lungs up or anything like that, but taking too much oh, air. No. Is there? 
No. Oh, good. <laughs> no. The, the, the other biggest problem is how many bugs are you going to eat that day? <laughs> Ooh. And sometimes oh, yeah. it may be better than the air show food. No, I'm just kidding. But well, no, I think that, that that could be very true. I mean, we, yeah, depending on which air show <laughs> you're performing, you're like, oh, I'm glad I got lunch today in the air. So anyway, it's, uh, it's does all he, good. Ashley, does he do a snap roll with you? And if so, what does that feel like? Well, he does. Yeah, it's the uh, part of the one of the first maneuvers we'll do it, when I'm on top of the wing is he'll he'll dive down and then pitch up and do a, a hammerhead. So at the very top of that. He'll kick the rudder over. We'll go down, and then he'll do a snap roll on the down line. And Oof. because of that, it, it's actually kind of a, a negative maneuver. So I do wear a belt on the top rack, and when that happens, it you know your feet come off of the airplane, and so you're just hoping that it holds <laughs> because uh, yeah, and you would be thrown off of the airplane if it didn't. So that, that's it's actually my favorite maneuver that we do. It's just so wild. I mean, you're just spinning around at this incredible rate of speed um and also pointed right at the ground so you just have to really trust your pilot i, I think probably trusting your <laughs> right, trust, trusting your husband is probably uh, yeah. the the least difficult thing for you to do up well, there you're because right. he is a you're consummate right. f- consummate flyer yeah he is he is he's very very talented with that sort of thing occasionally he'll he'll joke around with people and say well, it just depends on, on how much she irritates me that day. If I, if I want to bang her on the bottom of the top wing, <laughs> a four-point roll or something. No, I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, I can already see the Greg and Ashley uh, School of Marriage Counseling. Today, we're going to talk about yeah, trust. Hey. And uh, for this exercise, <laughs> we're going to need... We're going to need Mitzi and Randy to come on out here and uh, strap in. <laughs> we're going to show you how we work things out. Right. It's yeah. the perfect uh, way to do that. <laughs> now, let's Actually, talk about Greg, Greg for a bit, though, uh, because I, I, I think all three of us uh, here have had, you know, the honor of having lunch with him and stuff or dinner with him at, at an air right? show weekend. I find him a man of very few words. Is he a good communicator? <laughs> he, uh, he is. You know, that that's the thing. He, he's just he's very shy. I mean, you would never know, but everyone I've ever talked to you know, has said the exact same thing about Greg. And, um, you know, he, he's such a talented air show guy, but he, he's very quiet. It's very, very quiet. And in an industry where, you know, most people are out there talking to the people and the crowd and, you know, he, he just, he doesn't like the attention uh, other than he just likes to go out there and fly. So when he met me, I was the total opposite. You know, I'll go out and talk to anybody, uh, for, you know, whatever reason. And, um, I think Carolyn Boggs one time told me, she said, Actually, I never knew Greg had a personality until he married you. <laughs> I thought, well, thanks, Carolyn. I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, Ashley, gosh. tell me a little bit about, I, you and I both have RVs, and so we have that RV grin. Yeah. But talk us through how you made your decisions and what the process was and what your journey was as you started your flight training. Uh, was, was Greg your primary instructor? Uh, he was originally, yeah. And like I said, when, when he and I first got together, we were together a couple of two, three years. I really wasn't interested in becoming uh, even a private pilot at that point. I think I maybe had logged seven or eight hours in a Cessna 172 before I met him. But uh, yeah, one uh, Thanksgiving, we were down there at his family's place in East Texas, and there was a Piper Cub for sale in a barn out on a, you know, out on a farm somewhere in East Texas. And so uh, got a good deal on it. He bought it, flew it home and said, 
uh, he was like, do you want to start flying? And I said, well, sure. And so I kind of started from there. And I think that was probably in 2017, 2016, 2017, somewhere around in there. I was still working at the airport at that time. And then from there, it just progressed. Uh, Greg has, uh, I think we have about seven airplanes now. Uh, so I went from the, the J3 Cub into uh, what is known as a Funk. They were uh, manufactured in Coffeyville, Kansas. I actually got my private pilot certificate in a Funk. And then I got my commercial in the J3 Cub. And I got most of my complex time in our T6. So, um, but yeah, Greg primarily trained me. I did have a flight instructor at the time. Greg's not a CFI. Uh, so I did have a, a guy that lived nearby that would ride with me and sign me off on things that I needed, cross countries, nighttime, all the things that I needed. Uh, but primarily a lot of the, the technique and, and everything I, I learned was, was from Greg. And uh, we were at an air show back in 2019, actually in Waco, Texas. And we got rained out and we were there and the devil dog crew happened to be there. And of course I've known Beth Jenkins for a long time. And she said, Hey, I have a flight school down in Georgetown when you're ready to do your multi-engine training. Uh, Cause up in Tulsa, it's a little more challenging to get the multi stuff. And uh, so I pursued that and continued flying uh, the T6. I've, I've flown it a couple of times uh, at air shows last year. I think I did the Thunder over Topeka or whatever show in Kansas and another small one in Texas and just progressed from there. And when I came down here to Georgetown to do my commercial multi, my CFI, double I, and my MEI, I did that down here in Georgetown uh, with, with Beth and joined the Devil Dog Squadron and just got my SIC checkout in the B-25 in November. So I've kind of transitioned from walking on the wings to actually sitting in an airplane <laughs> during an air show, which is a lot, I enjoyed a little bit better. It's just less risky um, and, and more challenging too. So that's kind of my, my journey in a nutshell. And I mean, and, and I fly all the time. Like you said, we kind of have that RV grin. It's a little bit hard to, to get that off of your face when you're only burning eight and a half gallons an hour. And with a good tailwind, I think the other day I was doing about 230 miles an hour across the ground. So that's not too bad. <laughs> so I, I do love it. And yeah, it's, it's a great time. What is noisier sitting on the top of standing on the top of the wing of the steerman or flying right seat or if you're left seat in a B-25 because they both got to be pretty noisy. They're, they're both pretty noisy. I will say uh, I have to wear ear, well, I wear earplugs on the wings, but the B-25 is a lot louder. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you're, you're literally sitting just in front of the prop. And so with, you know, it's just an incredible, incredibly noisy airplane. I think probably out of all the bombers, the B-25 it's probably the loudest. Maybe the second one would be maybe the C-45, which is, you know, the, the twin beach uh, airplane. It, they're both very, very loud. You'll have to ask Matt Youngkin sometime how loud the twin beach is because it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty incredible uh, he, how he noisy it me, is. He let me fly his, his beautiful Beach 18 for about 18 seconds, and then he had no problem being heard over the roar of the engines to say he had control again. <laughs> it was, uh, it was amazing seconds. how loud that was. Wow. Yeah. So that's right. I don't even know what that would be in a log, but 0 0.01 or something <laughs> of Twin Beach time. But yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I do love it. So, so who are you working is, for now? Oh, I'm sorry. Go well, ahead. No, that's exactly what I, what I was going to say. Uh, a week from today, I start with a company. They're called Airshare and they're based in Kansas City. They're a 135 operation, but they do Part 91 as well. So they do charter 
And then they also do managed aircraft. So individuals that own their own um, jets or airplanes, Airshare will manage them for them and provide pilots and a schedule and uh, charter services, insurance, you name it. They, they just, they manage uh, people's aircraft. And I chose this particular job. Number one, I mean, they, they have a fantastic schedule, at least for me. They, they work eight on, six off, which will give me every other weekend off for, you know, I'll know what my schedule is a year in advance. And so I can still continue to fly in air shows and with the B-25 and hopefully the, one of the T-6s here pretty soon. So, um, and I'll be able to be based at home. I live in Tulsa and Greg's happy about that. With airlines, was never the goal. I never wanted to be an airline pilot. And, you know, most of the time when people, you talk to them, they say, oh, what airline are you going to? Well, that was never really on my radar to do. Uh, so I chose this particular company for the schedule and being home. And, you know, they're, they're very uh, customer service oriented. Uh, they fly the Kansas City Chiefs around. And so you'll get to know some of those people. And, you know, it's just, it's just a different environment than if you were to go, say, to the airlines. I think the quality of life is just kind of what I was looking for. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to doing that. And uh, the jet is the Phenom 300 Embraer. And uh, I hear wonderful things about it. So I think it'll be a great first step for me as a newbie in a jet. So looking forward to it. I think that's wonderful. Ashley, I do have a question because you're out there in Tulsa. Sure. And one of the yeah. things that uh, you guys are good at doing uh, in Tulsa is putting large pipes into the ground. Uh, drilling, yeah, drilling uh, things right. in Tulsa. I'm oh, just, no. I'm just curious. I, I, I know a guy, I know a guy that is in need of a big pipe being drilled into his backyard uh, for a water well. And uh, oh, is you that know, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, very near and dear asking to Rob for and a I. friend. Yeah. So if you, <laughs> I was going to say asking know, for a friend. Yeah. Well, you know. I would, I'll have to ask Greg about that. Yeah. His, he has an oil business. And so it's, uh, maybe it's a different type of drilling. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, but, a guy named uh, yeah. Icky. I could only hope. Yeah. I would only hope to strike oil. Yeah. This, yeah. this <laughs> might help me pay for that. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, well, in today's economy, it, it's pretty good for those of us in the oil production business, but, uh, you know, the thing you had the last couple of years where yeah. you weren't making anything. So it, it comes, it ebbs and flows with that, but, well, there yeah, is a I'm guy that, really that could need it. Uh, so if you find, what I was going to say is, you know, Greg's always a deal hound. So if you find a, a well truck <laughs> that you get a good deal okay. on, we might be able to have a GoFundMe page for a guy whose name sounds something like Icky Ederson. But uh, we, we, we could just take it up there to him and it, it would all make Anada. things better. Yeah, in Anada. Well, the stupid, stupid, okay. stupid thing about this is that Lake Ontario is literally 200 feet from my front door. <laughs> and for some reason, I can't get to it. Anyway, don't even get me going. This has well, really I'll been great. A guy. He may know a guy. It's really been great having you on, Ashley. No, no kidding. And oh, I, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate it. I'm going to miss. Podcast, so. Well, you're very kind to say that. But I, I'm going to miss our breakfast meetings uh, at the convention down there. Uh, at at probably the the least expensive place to eat in Las Vegas at Nathan's hot dog <laughs> in the in the basement there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we we are. My husband is the cheapest guy on the face of the earth. So yeah, we we he lives on Nathan's hot dogs at ICAP. Uh, me too. I'm <laughs> right there with Greg. I was I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> I am right there with yeah. Greg. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's no need to pay eight dollars for a muffin. I mean. It's, uh, it's pretty rough, so, but I'm going to continue to go to ICAST. I don't know. He's kind of debating on, he's, you know, retired now. And he, he just said, you know, I don't know if, uh, 
if, if I'll continue to go or, or not, but, but I, I probably will, at least with the commemorative yeah. Air Force, because I'll probably is start that gonna mark, some other, other Air Force, too. Is that going to mark the end of your wing walking career? Is that what that means? Because you're not going to fly with somebody else, are you? Oh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, and, and that's the other thing. Greg, in anticipation of knowing that this year and with the timing, uh, with me getting a, a job that's going to keep me fairly busy, is he didn't want to have to find another wing walker because it, it's hard to do that. I mean, you have to, it's kind of challenging to find someone willing to step out on the wing and, you know, the danger, inherent dangers involved in it, uh, you know, just given the, the past history of, of some, some wing walking. Um, so he just said, you know, I, I just, from this point on, he might fly the T6 or maybe the Wildcat at, at some other uh, venues, but that the wing walking probably has come to a close and, uh, you know, he had done it for 16 years, I believe, with the wing walking and air shows over 33 years. So I, I think he's, he's okay with that, um, you know, and kind of passing the torch and allowing me to, you know, carry on that just in a different capacity. So anyway, I know he's very happy, kind of bittersweet to, to let it go. But at the same time, you know, it's, it's just it's hard to find someone else. And, and he didn't really want a new wing walker. And, and I respect that. Wow. Yeah, good man. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, Ashley, thanks yeah. for coming on and uh, and sharing with us. It's just truly oh, been a yeah, delight having you on here, and uh, I hope you come back on at some point. Oh, I will. Yeah. Anytime. Just let me know. Uh, pick <laughs> me up in the Phenom for a couple of flights. There you go. Show. <laughs> hey, Work it in. You know, I might be able to make that happen. <laughs> I'm going to hold you to that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. And, and we'll Thank get that you well truck. We have a, a, a friends and family benefit, so if it's an empty flight, I can take friends and family uh from place to place on it so which is kind of cool mm-hmm. wow. that is really great yeah, yeah. what a deal yeah. what all a right. deal ashley thanks for coming right. on we sure appreciate okay, it thank you guys all right okay. talk okay. real soon Bye-bye. <laughs> well we've come to that point in the show yes it's time now for the most professional name in air show news i'm talking about Icky Ederson from Anada, <laughs> who joins us now live from a home where there's just a trickle. Just a trickle. For now, it's going to get fixed. It's just. Is this called Rop Osh? Yes. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, God, that's terrible. Uh, dear what do God. we have in the news? Just <laughs> when I Rick. thought this would be an escape from all of this for about 30 minutes in my life. I just get it right back again. Uh, you know, what I think the headline in this is the uh, the snowbirds continue to do their workups. They've now moved from Moose Jaw out to Comox, British Columbia, uh, but they still are behind. Now, they're going to start. They've, they've canceled a few of the earlier shows. Uh, they want to start at Base Borden, the birthplace of the Royal Canadian Air Force, Borden, Ontario, uh, in um, June. But, uh, well, and that's, that's, I have no reason to think that they won't, uh, but the uh, training is behind and they still haven't really put the whole formation together yet, which is not a good thing. Uh, so they're working on it and they're working diligently out in British Columbia. It just looks a little different, uh, this year to see, uh, you know, half the nine plane formation going up and looping and things like that, but that's how it's done and safety comes first. And, uh, that is the protocol. And, uh, 
And, uh, you know, you can't fault them for that. This is good. So we wish them luck on the training. Everything else is, is running smoothly. Everything's going well. Uh, the air shows, uh, you know, we're in a full swing. Things are really cranking up. Sun and fun uh, was fun. Uh, there was more sun than not. <laughs> but they also had some pretty bad uh, weather move there. And luckily, it didn't do a whole lot of damage. And that's a good thing. So I think we'd leave it pretty much at that. Uh, without getting into uh, too much more yeah. down the road now, my season starts uh, in another month. I've held off until June. I'm going to start at Geneseo and then uh, and then move around to St. Thomas in Ontario for a bit, and uh, and then finally get in an airplane and start flying places. Probably by the end of June into July, I'll be up in full swing again as well. And it's going to feel good to get back. All the restrictions are pretty much lifted now mask mandates and things like that it's uh, it's all up to us and uh, and hopefully we won't see any more variants so I that's hope not. about hoorah well i'll yeah. tell you what your new agents really work it out for you great rick uh, the canadian yeah. bank and trust uh they've yes. really been getting out there and finding air shows for you i mean it's just lovely the way that they're uh they're going Whitley, to bat Whitley, for you. Whitley, smith and jones lenders yes <laughs> that's yeah. right they are <laughs> really <laughs> they're finding the work for you it's just dream oh that's great and your lawyer do we think about wells <laughs> Ask me anything about wells. I have like a PhD in it now. I know all the systems work. I know how to take them apart, put them back together again in the dark because yeah, I have. You got and a new call sign, Rick Digger. 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 Yeah. Well, so for those of you who don't know, Rick Rick has had this just monumental well problem, uh, a very deep, deep problem uh, <laughs> there in. There Do in the rim shot for crying uh, out loud. No, it's not even worth it. <laughs> But just terrible, <laughs> terrible problem with his well. And it, it, it literally came to uh, a, a stunning conclusion this weekend when they discovered uh, that, that some scoundrel had, had sleeved the well and they didn't tell him about it, uh, which right. now r- renders the well uh, completely useless. Uh, right. Which it's is my, my fault in this. Not that anybody cares during an air show podcast. No, no, but <laughs> but that's up why in the air instead of down in the ground. <laughs> that's but, why uh, not uh, that anybody, I just held on to it too long. I kept hoping and hoping when I should have just turned and got. Let's do a new one. Yeah, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> but if you think if you think Larry Strain's retired several times, Rick Peterson's going to have nothing on him uh, here in a few <laughs> years. He's going to be working. You know, I'm not even way longer. I'm not, I'm not even toying with the idea at this point <laughs> of retiring. Let me no. be clear with that. Yeah. 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 Let me be clear. I am yeah. not retiring now booking till 2050. Rick Peterson. <laughs> just call him right now and get him on the air. Rob, you're noticeably quiet right now. I'll say that much I, as we have I'll just a few just minutes left it. in the show. My lips are sealed because yeah, no. there's so much that could be said right now that will not be. That's right. Well, that's that's. I'm just right. glad. I'm glad that we're able to do this and, and have fun. We do have a busy you summer know, coming you know, up. Zavi, my lawyer, you know, I have a red phone on my desk here. Whenever I get into anywhere near getting into muddy water, it lights up. But it's it's brilliant red right now. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about this, though, no kidding aside, is, is that everybody, everybody has been really, really busy. And that's yes. a good thing. And so uh, we yes. were joking about Larry, but Larry, Larry has been probably arguably one of the busiest guys in the business uh, early right. on, early on, he yeah. stepped up and he really took, I mean, he took the lead there at Sun and Fun, which is no small thing, several years back. And he's just been running with it. And that's yeah. the great yeah. thing about this industry is that it's, it is a hard industry uh, to, to get leave. out of. 
Yeah, that's right. It really is. And we're glad that Larry's still around and that he's doing doing great. And we need to have what Larry on the guy. show at some point. We really should. It'd be fun to have him on. All right. Uh, yeah. What do we have coming up here? Because, Rick, you are you're, you're heading out this summer. Uh, yeah, and, with, I, and I, I do I do want to thank, too, the video sizzle reel business has taken off, literally. And uh, I've been doing an awful lot of work preseason and through the early parts of the season right now, helping image and promote uh, air shows, their ticket sales, uh, the things they're doing uh, through through video. And I just love the business and I thank people for it. It's been great. Yeah, really, really good. Is. And you're doing you're doing fine stuff there. And, yeah. and Rob, your your first one is when? coming up. Uh, I've, I've had my first two. My next one is Jones Beach. Jones and I was going to ask, is, is there any way that you can sneak down to Republic for that, Rick, so we can grab uh, dinner? It's still, uh, they're, they're still trying to decide what it is they want to do over at the museum, the okay. American Air Power Museum. As you know, they got kind of crunched for space over there because they've changed uh, some of the configuration at the airport. And uh, Buster's, uh, I've, I've let them, we're going to make the decision uh, probably early in May. And then I'll let you know. Uh, probably on our next, I'll have an update on that one. But it, uh, Jones Beach is going. Uh, the Snowbirds yep. will not be there, as as you know, as we Which just talked about. Yeah, and they and they enjoy doing that show. Uh, but um, and as far as my appearance at the museum and what they're going to do at the museum, uh, you know, on Memorial Day weekend when they usually open the the doors and all that kind of stuff and have an open house, uh, is something that they're probably going to make an announcement about soon. All right. I, I want to toot my horn one real quick. Uh, the the podcast that I do, I learned about flying from that for Flying Magazine. Uh, after 33 episodes, we crossed 152,000 downloads. Wow. And very exciting. Nice. Well, it's yeah. been fun, guys. And my thanks to Ashley Shelton for coming on, too. I mean, that was wonderful, wasn't yeah. it? Hearing from Ashley. Great, great guest. She, what, a, what a fine lady. I agree. Just doing great stuff. And listen, uh, we'll be back with you in two weeks. Uh, that's the plan, at least. Uh, yes. Rick will be back. Because yeah. he'll still be running the, the steam shovel there at the house. That's and, right. Uh, well, and I'm, well, I'm overlooking the site from here right now, and I'm keeping an eye on things. And good. It's, it's going well. It's Did I say it's going well? <laughs> Where's the rim shot? Oh, my Where's gosh. the darned rim shot? So long, everybody. Have a great time. Did you play me about $8 muffins? I paid $8 for a glass of water. 